0: Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? Hello, Paul, and welcome to the Shall we read a poem. I'm Russ. I'm Lauren. It's cold.
1: <laughs> it's really cold. It's supposed to get down to like 20 degrees tonight, and that's in Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> My house is a house from 1910, but it stays okay but you know we're a little chilly
0: and that's all we have to say about that (laughs) (laughs) well none of the poems will have anything to do with being cold well (laughs) (laughs) just stomping all over the 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 unofficial rule of Look, look at us now we're talking about talking about the weather
1: well this is a record snowfall we got 10 to 11 inches in one day <laughs> and for other places i've lived well that's not such a big deal but for portland where it never snows that's a very big deal
0: damn i haven't gotten on like reddit and watched the videos of cars sliding down hills yet I'm sure there are some good ones
1: it's very icy now
0: i'll be in vegas next week so good for screw you. all the cold
1: i think i heard vegas got some snow
0: it's cold there too. It's yeah. not as cold as here, but it's it's cold there too. Right. I'm going to just bring the same exact wardrobe. Oh, check out my earrings. Uh, bird skulls. Yeah, they're little corvid skulls. Neat. Got them at the fan expo because I'm Neat. a big nerd.
1: Oh, what is uh, what is this fandom?
0: Uh, I, to me, I I don't know it to be to belong to any fandom. It was just one of those witchy stores that sold like crystals and crap like that. And
1: all right, that seems alright how was fan expo
0: packed huh there were so many people so much more than last year i uh part of my costume involved a sword and they have really staunch rules as to what things you can bring in and uh it's the same lady that's checking them every year like or i say every year i asked her about it she said she does it every year i've seen her twice But last year, there were not a lot of attendees secondary to COVID restrictions. So I had a costume with a sword, and it was just a cold steel-like polyurethane training sword that you could easily beat someone to death with. And she's like, eh, just don't beat anybody to death with it. And... (laughs) So this year, I was like, that is not going to fly this year. So I got me a nice foamy sword. However, I was looking at the things that they were picking up from people, like not allowing them to take into the convention. One dude showed up with a legit-ass crossbow. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's part of my costume. It's like, that is a whole-ass crossbow. <laughs> wow. Did he have bolts with it or just the bow? I didn't see any bolts, but I can't speak for it. Wow. I didn't ask him about that whole ass crossbow <laughs> that was laying on the ground.
1: Who did you cosplay at Fan Expo again? I
0: did. I did Zeth again, but the costume is better this year. I've changed out accessories.
1: Who recognized you?
0: A lot of people. Really? I got like, an, yeah.
1: Because last year, everyone was like, no, last what? year it was
0: goose egg. I got yeah. no recognitions last year, but I wasn't in the door. Two seconds before someone was like, Assassin in white! Like yelling across the foyer. I was oh, like, hey, oh, wow. this is going to be fun. No, I got lots of recognitions this year.
1: Neat. All
0: right. One guy was so taken aback, he used my full name. He was like, Zeth Sun Sun Volano. <laughs> like, yes.
1: That is an absurd name. All right. Well, well, what are we reading? I'm doing come skating. They said come skating. They said it's so nice. They said come skating. I done it twice. They said, come skating. It sounded nice. I wore roller. They meant ice. (laughs) I dislike that he says something is nice or sounds nice twice. Anyway, uh, the image (laughs) is a child from the mouth up in a winter hat uh, looking through a crack in what? We can only assume ice. so this child is submerged in water up from the mouth up.
0: you any good at skating?
1: So, I grew up with a man-made lake outside my house, and I would go skating after school. I would mm. put on my skates and go out and just skate around, and I loved it. I was mm. terrible at it. <laughs> so, I... Well- I really am not good at any kind of sports or physical activity because I'm clumsy. And especially ones where it's difficult to stop. I never really learned to stop very well. I could only really (laughs) stop by doing a turn. And man, there are a few times I went super airborne. I remember at one point (laughs) I got this feeling of flying like Superman because I was horizontal over the ice. (laughs) One of the amazing things about ice, though, is even though it's very hard to hit, you can hit it in a way where you slide and then it doesn't hurt mm. quite so bad.
0: Yeah, it's like taking a break fall or something.
1: Yeah. Uh and the thing about skating on natural ice is that it's not perfectly smooth. Uh it can have ripples in it from water moving around that hasn't quite frozen. It can have leaves in it. It can have uh it gets real nasty if it freezes and then there's snow and then it freezes again, then that's just gross this particular lake uh had a big you know like sludge problem and so it was full of methane bubbles <laughs> <laughs> you'd be skating along and then your skate would hook into a methane bubble and you'd go flying okay this sounds like something out
0: of love death and robots so you'd be skating and you hook into a methane bubble th- this yep. is like th- this is atomic heart and someone has set a specialized kind of trap for you <laughs> I guess so. I tripped on a methane bubble. What is this, Uranus? Ha! Ah.
1: <laughs> it's cold there too.
0: But, but seriously.
1: Uh, it, well, that's such as natural ice. I uh, I don't think I'll ever be able to skate on the lake uh, again because the lake doesn't really freeze over anymore. Thanks for the oh, no. warming. But I do remember as a kid. This this poem reminds me of this time I was at one of the other man-made lakes nearby and. We were sitting on a slope. I think we had been sledding or something and there was a lake down below and my friend crawled out onto the ice and it totally broke and yeah. I have and I have never seen someone jump vertically that like swift and high. Like I there wasn't even anything him for him to push off of and somehow he was like down like he was like knees into the water and somehow he like sprang up and like uh crawled up the bank. It was amazing.
0: In this moment, I will defy physics.
1: Yes, it was It was very much like a... Yes, it, I don't know how it worked physically, but it happened. Um, <laughs> and I was... Last time I was in Maryland, the lake froze over, but not really solid enough. But I was kind of curious to see if it was. So I started walking out on the ice in a place where I knew the ice was particularly weak. And of course, my foot went through. And I was wearing nice warm wool socks. Thanks, Darn Tough. And so I was just like, meh, whatever, and kept on walking. Nice. Yeah.
0: First of all, I'm going to to take you to task on one point. You said you never got very good, but here's how I know you're being deceitful. Because a man-made lake doesn't have a wall around it. Now, I am not very good at skating, and I know this because I cling to the wall 100% of the time whenever I have tried to go ice skating. You had no wall to cling to, so I know that you could support yourself on two whole feet.
1: That doesn't mean I'm good at it. That just means I've done it more than a couple times. How many times have you been skating? (laughs) Twice. There you go. How many times have I been skating? (laughs) Oh, after school every day for a bit
0: the first place I ever went ice skating was in Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: (laughs) And it was
0: a travesty. This was the first time I would learn anything about skating rinks, and I'm still learning new things about skating rinks. But this one was out in front of the Caesars Palace, and it was around Christmas time because, you know, yes. However, it's still Vegas, and this is not an environment that can support ice in any form, so it's refrigerated. And... The rink isn't being Zambonied at all, and so it's completely, like, hilly. (laughs) So I don't know if anyone, even if you were good at skating, I don't know if you could skate on
1: this surface, but I 100% could not. I mean, considering that I grew up on ice like that, maybe I could do it. More than likely. (laughs) Uh, I haven't been skating in years, though, so for the first few minutes I would have to cling to the wall.
0: I now live next to a skating rink, mm-hmm. slash hockey rink, slash it's it's a it's a rink. It's Canada. It's it's a rink, and I did not know that when you zamboni one of those things, you end up with a mountain of snow. Mm-hmm. And so, imagine my surprise when passing one by for the first time and being like, "What the hell's that?" Because it's you know a 75 degree day and there's a mountain oh. of snow out back of this thing
1: oh. so like, what the hell is that
0: it's like oh no that just happens near ice rinks they zamboni and then the zamboni shits its snow all over the sidewalk and that's just what happens <laughs> around here zamboni and children surprise. are told not to play on it but you know they're children yeah, and they do. Mean,
1: yeah that's probably pretty gross now so yeah I cross country skied to the grocery store yesterday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to see the body cam footage. Like this sounds amazing to me.
1: It wasn't it, so. It it wasn't all that impressive. It was very. I waited until so the night it started snowing. I looked out the window at ten thirty and saw a man out there on the road cross country skiing. And I saw that and I was like, "Oh, that looks fun." But I'm gonna wait until tomorrow. Well, here's the problem with waiting until tomorrow is that. The cars and people's feet have compacted the snow so that it's now ice.
0: Now it's ice. Now
1: it's ice. So I was cross-country skiing on ice to the store. When I got to the store, I had to put my skis and poles in the shopping cart and just tote it around the store with me. (laughs) (laughs) Because if I had put it outside, like, so my coworkers are from Montana. They're all like, oh, you know, just leave your skis skis outside the store it'll be like no one cares if you leave them outside the store i'm like they will be gone
0: they will be gone portland criddlers
1: i'm like they won't even be able to use them the skis will still be gone they're old they're beat up they are worth nothing but they will still be gone
0: and if it's not bolted down the criddlers will take it
1: and even if it is bolted down a lot of them carry tools They'll take it still (laughs) yeah so i cross-country ski to the store and on the way back, I had a backpack full of groceries and uh, not that much, mostly fruit, because I, you know, I need a balance. But I did have one carton of eggs. And on the way back, I was almost to my house and I slipped and fell on my ass. Uh. But I didn't break the eggs. Oh, yeah. Yay! those. Co- I'm telling you, that simple
0: ass cardboard did they come in the cardboard? Yeah, Just regular package? That simple-ass cardboard design is a miracle of engineering.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, it definitely puts the pressure on the eggs in the way that they're actually quite strong, like yeah. from tip to tip. I'm not
0: being facetious. It is a yeah. miracle of engineering. Like the
1: How It's Made episode about egg
0: cartons, it's like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. We, we can stack these 100 deep and they don't break. Yeah, I like, hey.
1: yeah. but I did, I did hurt my wrist a little bit.
0: Oh so, so i man.
1: i don't I don't want to crochet because my wrists hurt,
0: oh no, the worst of all punishments,
1: yeah <laughs> well, what are you reading?
0: Oh, I have a work acquaintance who does a lot of skiing, and I do not understand the appeal, particularly in vancouver slash b c because there's like half a dozen nearby ski resorts, and it looks like on the weekends, they are populated by half the city. This looks so unenjoyable. And it's like, here's your season pass for 500 fucking dollars. And yeah, enjoy standing in line, you simpleton. Yeah, it's I like don't, those people that go to Disney all the time.
1: Uh, I don't really downhill ski because it's expensive. Uh, I just cross-country ski. I own my cross-country skis. I got them used. They're kind of crap, but whatever.
0: I need to make up a sport that just involves like, what do you do on the weekends, Russ? I throw dynamite into rivers.
1: I mean, I think that's called hobby mining.
0: Oh shit! There's a name for it.
1: Well, I mean, it's mining and it's a hobby.
0: I'm not mining for anything. I'm just throwing dynamite into rivers.
1: Well, I mean, that's what miners do. What would come up?
0: Stunned fish.
1: (laughs) I guess I was. I'm mining for fish. You're out in
0: a kayak dropping hand grenades, and <laughs> I'm mining for fish, officer. <laughs> Fuck you, sea
1: pig. All right, you read a poem. Settle oh, okay. down. I'll,
0: I'll <laughs> I haven't been told to settle down in a long ass time. All right, let's see here. My poem today was selected by random number generator. And so I had to kind of make up something to say about this poem, which is fun. I I, I, I kind of like it when it goes in that direction. So my poem is Blame. I wrote such a beautiful book for you about rainbows and sunshine and dreams that come true. But the goat went and ate it. You knew that he would. So I wrote you another one, fast as I could. Of course... It could never be nearly as great as that beautiful book that the silly goat ate so if you don't like this new book i just wrote blame the goat an illustration is as expected there is a goat smiling cheekily at the viewer having just taken a big bite out of a book
1: as someone who both procrastinates and doesn't complete projects. I can appreciate this poem.
0: <laughs> well, we have the scapegoat here, don't we? hmm And the scapegoat motif. I'll probably dox myself on this one, but who gives a shit? You know, it's like all, all two dozen of our listeners might be able to find me out. Uh, my real name is Aaron, which not a lot of people know. All our listeners do. And I was named after Moses's brother the biblical of Moses, and the one who was, ironically, really good at public speaking, unlike Moses. And the scapegoat thing has its first Christian reference in Leviticus chapter 16, and it's Aaron doing the thing here. And so the idea behind a scapegoat was you would take two goats, and one of them you would sacrifice, and that would create some sort of witchcraft that would make god bless the crops or you know whatever and the second goat you would pray over and lay hands on and commit all the sins and iniquities of your tribe onto this goat and then you would send it out into the wilderness to die thus relieving the tribe of all of its evils
1: Sounds like you just lost two goats.
0: You just lost two goats. That is all that just happened. There's lots of cultures that deal with this whole thing of, like, bad spirits and getting rid of them. The Japanese throw beans. You've lost some beans. Beans are less valuable than a goat, one would imagine. But who am I to say I'm not Israel? So, you know, whatever. Just fuck it up. Here is the verse. Then Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the people of Israel and all their transgressions, all their sins, putting them on the head of the goat and sending it away into the wilderness by means of someone designated for the task. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to a barren region, and the goat shall be set free in the wilderness." Um, what if it just
1: makes a bunch of feral goats
0: what if it just makes a bunch of feral goats then i i mean you have more goats to hunt one supposes do you hunt goats i guess you just sort of trap them
1: Mm, i guess so probably probably. uh i wonder but i does what if like these goats have are full of sins and if you make a bunch of feral goats does it just populate all the sins
0: sin goats Sin goats I mean, that does sound like a pretty cool metal band. Maybe a little too on the surface, though. However, like everything else in Christianity slash Judaism, this was stolen, too. Uh, Because even the practice of creating a scapegoat uh, was traced back to the civilization of Ebla around 2400 BC. So people have been shoving all their sins onto goats for a long-ass time. And why goats? Goats are so friendly.
1: I like goats. They're funny.
0: If you had to choose an animal to bear the sins of the tribe, what would it be?
1: You know, maybe goats make sense, though, because they are social and somewhat intelligent.
0: Yeah, but they make milk, they make meat. These are valuable things. You want something that's not valuable.
1: Well, you wouldn't have something around if it wasn't valuable. Why would you take care of something that wasn't valuable?
0: Was cannibalism still prohibited back in the day?
1: I think it depends on who you're talking to. There's ge- there's <laughs> a pretty general universal taboo against it.
0: Yeah, not the Kuru tribe. That's for damn certain. I
1: don't know, find something not a mouse. All
0: the sins go onto this mouse. Shoot away with you.
1: Well, I mean that's the thing about sacrifices. It's not as much of a sacrifice if you're not giving up something that isn't that that is worth something to you.
0: We are so stupid, or maybe we're not. Like maybe we need to start like praying to the sun god again. Perhaps that'll cure capitalism. It's like we start praying to the sun again, and all of a sudden capitalism goes away.
1: Solar energy.
0: Ah, uh, you see, that's it. And the sacrifice is heavy metals from China. Mm. Uh, I mean, and then we can scapegoat. We can scapegoat some carbon. You know, get like a nice, well, like get a nice diamond. Lay hands on. Sorry about Epstein. Chuck it over a you know off a boat. You know.
1: Maybe that's how we made the Hope Diamond
0: hmm yeah
1: we gave it all our sins and then it was cursed
0: the hope diamond and then brexit yeah i'm seeing it
1: what does the hope diamond have to do with brexit (laughs) absolutely nothing i was was gonna just just, i was gonna just smile and nod and then i was like wait a minute
0: no Uh i I was just it was just one of those things where it's like let's create a new conspiracy theory (laughs)
1: I mean, let's see. How correlation isn't causation, but they have to be somewhat correlated in order to be a good conspiracy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're exactly right. Okay, so let's make this happen. So how could the Hope Diamond be traced to Brexit? The Hope Diamond was formed deep within the Earth approximately 1.1 billion years ago, like Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Okay. Uh, the diamond was, obcha- uh, was obtained in India in 1666. Oh, is it? This a... is writing when itself. Did they,
1: when did they get the Koh-i-Noor?
0: I do not know.
1: Mm. koh noor we'll was be... quite a bit after.
0: We'll be QAnon influencers before you know it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if this podcast just came full circle? To what? We start off as like this wholesome thing, and then by the end of it, we're creating new <laughs> QAnon conspiracies. <laughs>
1: we'd have to have more than a dozen listeners for that
0: oh that's how it starts that's the that's the seed group and
1: Uh uh-huh uh-huh well at least if we start something like that i want to be credited for it oh for sure but i think if something this small was to start something like that it would be untraceable
0: i mean QAnon started on 4chan
1: we're not we don't have a forum
0: we're on spotify
1: we're on spotify along with everybody else
0: Along with everything else, we are on every single streaming service. We are everywhere. You know what else is everywhere? No. <laughs> uh, me neither. <laughs> well, do you have any uplifting thoughts for our listeners? <laughs>
1: is I don't know how we've done this podcast so many times and I always forget that we're going <laughs> to have nothing. Positive. There's just nothing yeah. queued up every
0: single time.
1: <sighs> I, I mean, I could, you know, I could I, I do like enjoy though. ...and precious and instead I'm just like, "Wait, what?" Oh yeah.
0: It's it's become a running joke at this point and I really enjoy it. Because it's like every single time, this is episode where are we? Uh, this is going to be episode 105. And for 105 episodes, you've been blindsided by that question every single time.
1: Uh, It's cold outside, and it's snowy, and I'm always grateful that I have a warm house and warm blankets.
0: uh, That robe looks pretty warm.
1: Oh, it's a fleece.
0: That fleece looks pretty warm.
1: It is warm. It's very warm.
0: Got my Portland Pickles t-shirt.
1: Yay! That's not warm, but that's fun.